I asked my mom for chocolates for Christmas, like fancy assorted fancy chocolates is what I asked for. And she got me Costco assorted fancy chocolates, which is not at all what I was hoping for, but whatever. <laughs> Cause you didn't have me in the, uh, off the crossbar gift exchange. Yeah, exactly. Which we should do next year. <laughs> oh which yeah. Should do. That's a great idea. Uh, uh, welcome to episode 38 of off the crossbar. Uh, thank you. Thank you, for, the, thank you for welcoming me. You're welcome. The mixed fancy chocolates episode. Yeah, I can hear him. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah, oh, sound, sounds great, Trevor. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. Once again, Trevor's audio is the star of the show. It's either your fingernail clippings, you know, <laughs> tin foil for his assorted chocolates. <laughs> Shouting. That too. Um, anyway, so this is episode 38. You've probably already listened to episode 37. If not, you should go back. It was we actually so talked good. about the news of the week, which is, you know, we're not going to do in this episode, although it'd be kind of funny if we did. <laughs> the exact same thing. Well, I mean, and, we could. It was literally like two sentences. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, maybe news is broke between uh, Sunday and Friday when this has gone up. If so... Sorry. Sorry. Dan, Sorry. you're out of luck. You're going to have to get that news from another source, like RSL Soapbox. Yeah. That's the or only place. Rivals. Yeah. This what would we RSL do? Soapbox, what would we do if we didn't have. <laughs> Wait, I can't remember what the video was. Never mind. Yeah. I, just, I wanted to call out Andy, but. It had to have been Andy. Andy's the only one who would, do, who would have tweeted that. Andy, you, you, you freaking guy, man. Do you think he listens to this? Probably not. <clears throat> Somebody who listens to both should call him out for us. I listen to both. Jake might listen sometimes oh, to yeah. us. I'm not sure. I don't think he does. Which, you know, I don't listen to the RSL show very, very much. So, I, But it turns out, like, yeah. when you also produce other content, it, it becomes hard. Yeah, it's it's a busy life. I did listen, I, like I did find some time um, this morning at like 3 a.m. to listen to their most recent one. I think it was the one that got, well, yeah, I, they, they were very critical of certain front office actions mm. and uh, pretty spicy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one. Wait, I was I also was awake at 3 a.m. Dude, I was up to like five. Like wow. I was like, oh, it's daylight savings. So I can just like, like it doesn't, it's not really this time, but then not really this time became really late actually. <laughs> it's like, oh, yep, I get it. Oh, I set my clock forward <laughs> four hours actually. So yeah, nice. I never stay up that late. That was really strange behavior on my part. But anyway. So I had laid in bed most of the day with uh, flu-like symptoms from oh, no. the first round of the vaccine. Oh, the first one got to you a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. I think I maybe wussed out a little bit too. Um, but I read a lot of comic books and it was uh it was a you know real treat. That sounds nice. I'm let's see, I get the second dose. 
So what's the date? Oh, I get paid tomorrow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I love <laughs> love that sweet paycheck. Uh, oh, man, I got to wait another like two weeks. It's two weeks from tomorrow. I got to wait for the second dose. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Man. Anyway, so uh, just a, you know, a casual note to everybody. April 1st is when everything opens up, right? Or at least that's when you can schedule appointments for that's, that's what they have said so go do it you know if if you don't have a medical concern around shots and allergies yeah um, then go do it also, it's yeah. it's worth it and also uh, stop this thing it appears that a lot of vaccines in utah county specifically are going unused um mm. what where show me well I'll, I'll send you a link apparently they've got a lot of supply not a lot of people signing up to be uh, and there's, I'm sure there's nothing to read into that. No, nothing. I mean, definitely not. But I've pulled up the site, well, not every single day, but right, I pulled Trevor. it up three or four times in the last week, and it is booked out. Oh, interesting. It's booked out. I saw someone share a link today. Well, uh, the link is the link's gone. Okay. Um, well, uh, well, okay. Maybe not get, this week. Schedule, last week they were all booked schedule out. That this sweet. week it looks like they got openings. Yep. Okay. Good. Schedule that sweet, sweet vaccination. Yeah. And then we can have a you know, a little off the crossbar party. I'm so barbecue. excited. Yeah. I'm so excited to go to RSL games. Yeah. Or Vancouver I mean, Whitecaps games. I really was planning on not spending money on the club until we get a new owner. And I still would like to do that. So I'm going to see if I can go for free or something. Maybe I'll go take pictures or something. Come hang out in the press box, you know? Yeah. I don't think anyone in the front office listens to this podcast, so. Which I'd love to be proven wrong on that, actually. Ooh, yes. (laughs) If you are a front office member named, uh, say, T. Meyer or Taryn M. (laughs) Or maybe T. Gibbons or Tyler G., feel free to... um, I mean, we're friends, but you can DM me. Not you don't have to. Not because you. Li- well, anyway, I think you just say DMs are open, right? DMs are open to you. We are we follow each other also, so that's probably they're they're open metaphorically and technologically available. Like it's just a feature that you can do. So cool feature that you can do. That's that's my product <laughs> language. Speaking out, I'm going to start taking notes on this. It's a feature that you can do. I, I tried to stop using the word experience for things because like one of my like the engineers I work with, she hates it. So we started calling things flavor ways instead. <laughs> which I really yeah, that's, like. That's amazing. And yeah. now I'm sad for other reasons. We're building out the student flavor way. That's how a student <laughs> takes an assessment. Anyway. Pretty great. <sighs> All right. So uh this episode we're focused on a projected eleven. So we're just trying to figure out what the team will look like when the season starts in mid-April. It'll be our tax day treat, as it were. I love. I already did my taxes, so I need to do my taxes. But I already got my state tax refund. My oh, state nice. tax refund was four dollars. <laughs> I had to pay the state like twelve dollars last time. Yeah, and same. then they sent me a notice like, "Hey, you haven't paid us twelve dollars. We're going to take it to collections if you don't pay it." So I, yikes, yeah, whoops. Parking I had ticket. that once, except it took six years for them to get back to me. 
<laughs> Sorry, Gary like, Herbert. They sent me a letter. I'm so scared like, of getting audited. You owe $200 from like 2009 or something like that. Wow. And I was like, all right, I trust you. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, we're going to start this off with a little controversy. Um, controversy. The player, I think, will start most of the games at goalkeeper. Uh, is not Zach McMath. It is not the 16-year-old Jeff Duznup, <laughs> which is a weird name to say. And I don't think it'll be David Ochoa. I think we're going to see Andrew Putnam in goal for most of the year. Oh. I think we'll see Ochoa a couple games. Um, but I, I think <laughs> this is the world we live in, and uh, it's going to continue being that way. Tough, awful. If rough. we didn't want controversy, Trevor, we shouldn't. We should not have invited the king. It's true. Uh, the hottest of takes, I guess. Dude, honestly, I think you're right, but I hadn't thought about it until now, and that is sad. To I me. started yeah. thinking about it five minutes ago, and uh, yeah, it's a miserable situation. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, on one hand, like we want Ochoa to go to the U twenty World Cup, right? Or not the U twenty World Cup, the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that major competition that is, youth tournament that's coming yeah. up. Yeah, um, if if the Olympics actually the happen, one where Great Britain still... pretends to be a single country. Oh yeah, yes, that one. I'm still not like totally convinced that the Olympics will take place, but yes. I, I could I could be oh, wrong. Really? Yeah. Is it like July or something? Something like that. There's a lot of money that says that it's going to, so there's bets. Oh, I don't I'm I'm not surprised. Sorry. They usually that makes sense. Whoever has the money usually gets to say what happens. That is Perfect. right. So um yeah, for those reasons, uh I think Ochoa he'll be gone for international time, which is good. We want that exposure for him, right? Yeah. Uh, ideally, we get a huge offer for him in two years. And <laughs> it's going to be really funny when he ends up playing like no games for us and all of his international exposure is just coming through like the international games. And yeah. because he couldn't get time over Andrew Putna, that's yeah, that's, that's going to be. And then he's going to go play for like a pretty good European team and be like, oh, remember how we had Carlos? Also? Oh, sorry. I mean, David Ochoa in goal. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Yep, that's where we're going to be. All right, so moving yeah. on from goalkeeper, again, Andrew Putna. Uh, right back, we all know this one. Um, it's not going to be Aaron Herrera because he's going to be playing right <laughs> wing again, which is a lie because it's Aaron Herrera. Oh, man. Who's behind Aaron. Aaron Herrera for right back? All right, so that I've been thinking about. Because <laughs> that's um, the only, like... <laughs> so we have... Um, our options are Andrew Brody, who is moving up from USL, homegrown player, um, and used to play on the Austria. wing, um, and maybe he'll be good. Uh, that would be neat. Oh, he was part of the uh, Austria contingent? Is that what you said, yeah. Trevor? It was yeah. him, Pablo, Andrew, and there was one other. I don't remember who. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to come to me. I'll shout it out <laughs> when I get there. Good. Um, it could be Ashton Morgan. Ashton Morgan. Um, but I, I think he's nominally a left back. And we don't even know if he's going to be on the roster. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> it could be Brett Halsey, uh, who we drafted and is a Generation Adidas player. And he's he was originally listed as a midfielder. Uh, RSL lists him as a defender. 
Um, so <laughs> of course we do. It, it could be him. Um, but but long story short, we have no like crew options that are no. tried and tra- tested. Nothing nothing great. Oh, no, no. No. Um, nothing that even excites me at this point. Um, it's worth noting that Andrew Brody is twenty five, um, which you know, good for him for getting that old. <laughs> Congrats, Andrew. Well done. You did it. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah, let's let's just move to center back and ignore that. Um Justin Glad, I think, is a shoe in. Like yep. we all we all know he'll play until November and then uh we'll drop him because uh, we have some really <laughs> exciting center backs coming up behind him. Um we what's interesting is we're we are so shallow at center back right now. There's a very good chance that Freddie cannot bench him without Oh yeah, that'd be kind of nice. I mean, it's a real challenge. It's gonna be a real challenge. I think <laughs> Freddie's big challenge this year is to figure out how to bench Justin Glad without like uh you know it being too throwing the game. Yeah, yeah. Without Getting, it making it look like he's throwing the game. Because yeah. Marcelo Silva gave him just enough plausible deniability that's like, okay, he's like a pretty good ish center back i have just two words for you nick beasley that's all i know that we've we've said this and like it's been a joke and it's like haha nick beasley but like he's gonna see time at center back you know that right like yeah Yeah, because marcelo silva is not gonna play every game this year He's not going to play every game, and legitimately, it's him and Eric Holt, who are the only, I think, the only two other players on the roster that have played center back for this team previously. Yeah. yeah. There's only, like, two other players that have played center back previously at all. Yeah, so it's like (laughs) Ashton Morgan is, like, iffy there, so it's Silva, Glad, and then Holt and Beasler. I will say I'm not unconvinced that we could have a signing there. Yeah, I think we're Um, going to. I think there have been rumors floating around ever so slightly, and we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, anyway, Justin will be partnered by Marcel Silva. Again, no surprise there, and it, it is not something I'm actually looking forward to. Um, I I like Marcel Silva about eighty five percent of the time he plays, um, he, but unfortunately, yeah, that fifteen percent comes every game, and at like such a heavy cost too. It's yeah. like. It's yeah, it's tough. I'm gonna we're gonna miss Natum a lot. Yep. Yeah, a, a center back that didn't make a crucial error every game. <laughs> um, you know, um, uh, Audentis Fortuna. Yula, is that? That's right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> All right, a left back. Oh, we should talk about the backups there. Um, Eric Holt. That, that's it. That's the, the only listed like reasonable backup. Like maybe one of the others can. Okay. It's so possible. Let me ask this. I yeah. know a defender, no defender, Noah Powder is listed as a defender. Yes. I didn't watch we'll near, nearly enough monarchs to know. Where does where does he play? The next spot we'll talk about. Okay. All right. So uh anyway, uh very, very weak at center back. We have three actual center backs, one midfielder who will get the Mike Peck key center back treatment, which is going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yay. All right. Left back. Um, oh, and for whatever it's worth, I think this should uh, finally scupper those uh, talks of eventually moving to a three, five, two or a five, three, two. Um, Cause you can't do that when you only have three rostered center backs. Um, <laughs> and one of them is going to be gone in the middle of the season for a month. Oh no. 
<laughs> Did we remember that? Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, Eric Holt, um, come come on down. We love Eric Holt. Please be good. Yeah. I used please, to please. really be. I used to be really excited for Eric Holt, and I'm no longer excited for Eric Holt. Yeah, I mean, he's that bull in the china shop, so it could be um, entertaining to see how many red cards he gets if he's playing regularly. Him he's next to Marcelo Silva is going to be. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be a treat. Yep. All right. So uh, let's move. Oh, oh, I, I did say left back and then digressed. Um, Donnie Toya, I guess. It's incredible that Donnie Toya is still our starting left back without yeah. like really any meaningful pressure behind them. But well, so there's no meaningful pressure, but we do have two left backs behind him and Noah Powder. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Who, who had generally played a like a left wing back role for the Monarchs when he played at fullback or was like an out and out attacking player. Uh, so could be an interesting option. Um, but you know, we'll he's see. also, uh, he, he's a national team player, right? I think, uh, Noah powder did make an appearance for Trinidad. Yeah, and Tobago. I, I don't yeah. think he's made very many. Oh, no, he's one. only 22. He's made, one. So. he's made one. Yeah. He's actually one of the young, um, uh, oh, that's right. Real Monarchs players. Yeah, one for of our some reason, I always players. think that he's like 28. No, that's because I don't know. Michael Chang is 28 or whatever. It's probably something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we have Ashton Morgan at left back, I guess. Um, you know, and I, I feel bad for him uh, last year, at least. Same. Because um, the the pandemic hit at a truly terrible time for roster management. Um, and we probably should have managed our roster better from the get-go and not been in a state where if there was a pandemic that had been brewing since November in China, um, I guess that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, uh, this this was predictable. People predicted it. Uh, and we were still in a fragile enough position that we had two players we were paying, I guess, maybe through MLS. Who knows? No, we, we were paying uh, that were not on the MLS roster. Who were not allowed to play for RSL. Yeah. And that's why we saw Alvin Jones play minutes in a <laughs> friendly in the middle of the MLS's back tournament, which, again, so dumb. I hate Speaking it. Of Alvin Jones. Sorry, I'm going to look and see what he's up to today. Cool. While you look that up, we'll move to the next sure. set of positions, which is the midfield. And this is actually, I think, easily our, our strongest set. Um, but I've got some questions here. Me too. Um, so first up, I don't think we can like easily delineate a, like a defensive midfielder as we have in the past. Um, I think we have two options there in Paulo Ruiz and Everton Louise. Um, but at the same time, neither of them are wholly defensive players. I know that sounds heretical about Everton, um, but I, I don't think he's a, He's certainly not a stay-at-home no. defensive midfielder, right? He's not going to anchor that midfield. He will make runs and do what he needs to do unless he's out of form completely, um, which is certainly possible because this is RSL, and that's yeah. that's us. Um, so the first lock I've got there is Paulo Ruiz, who had an incredible year last year. Uh, just really broke out. Um, 
I think there's no way he's not starting the first game unless he's injured. Yeah, agreed. So um, this is where it gets complicated. So the next player I have as uh, in my projected 11 is Everton Louise. I do think he brings something to the team. Um, I think it, it sets our midfield up a little with some holes that I think will be exploited, especially against Marcelo Silva. Um, who <laughs> is going to step into those holes, right? He's he's going to see the space, try to read it, probably read it accurately, right? Um, take a terrible touch, lose the ball, and uh, struggle to get back. Because that's who we are. Um, so I think Everton Louise does start. I don't think it's the best position for us to be in, but that that is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, if if it were my... If it were up to me, I would put Demir in this spot next to Pablo Ruiz. Just you wait. I, I I know where this is going, but I I if it if it were up to me, that's where I would play. I I think Everton. I think Everton has lost his spot to Pablo Ruiz. So. So I'm I, wait till I, you finish out this midfield before I comment, but I've got comments. So let's go. <laughs> I'm I'm with you there, Kyle, but I I still suspect he starts. Yeah, I think um, you're right. But and then the next player is Demir Krylik, who I think will uh, play in a attacking ish role as this the the fulcrum. But at the same time, uh, who who knows, right? Um, notably, that leaves Alvarez knock out. Um, I he's obviously going to start. Um, but I've got him in a different position. Mm, back to the wing. Uh, so that leaves us with a couple players uh, that I haven't mentioned that we should at least touch on that will not be starting. Um, Nick Beasler, because he'll be starting at center back when, while Justin Glad is gone. <laughs> You're right. And uh, Justin Portillo, who I think is a reasonably serviceable backup in MLS, yeah. but um, I have no concerns there. Yeah. So that's that's where I think we'll we'll shape out. Um, notably, uh, I haven't mentioned Tate Schmidt. Um, I think he is probably leaning more toward a wing role, um, but he is also a player that has played left back. So <laughs> we do not talk part. about that. We do not talk <laughs> about that. Um, and then remind me to bring up Michael Chang when we get to the forward spots. Who is um, twenty nine and he turns thirty next month? Yeah. Happy birthday, Michael. Michael? Mike, Michael Chang? I mean, we keep bringing up his age, but like his age isn't really a problem, is it? I mean, I for mean, someone who made his first appearance for RSL coming from uh, like Real Monarchs last year, I think a lot of people assume he's younger than he is. Right. No, yeah. like it's, it's, it's important to note that he's not 22. I understand that. But it just seems like every time he gets brought up, it's like, oh, wow, this guy's 30? I mean, and it just seems like it's it seems like it's being brought up as a negative. Like it kind of he's is. He's thirty. He can't be that good. He can't be a starter. He can't be whatever. I think he's really good, and I think that's fine. No, no, I no, think he yeah, definitely played think, a lot of years at lower levels, and he doesn't have a lot of MLS experience. But he's a good player. He is a good player, and um, I, I think that it's important just to keep in mind that like what we see with him right now is probably what we're going to get from him. At, yeah, at you're a, okay. Yeah. If you're bringing it up as like a, this is his ceiling, like he's yeah. not going to improve. Yeah. We're not developing him. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. To the forward spots. 
So the first player I've got is, um, I guess this is on the right, uh, would be Albert Rusnak. Um, hmm. I think he could probably also play the left, and you could switch him with this other player. For uh, Slovakia, he plays um, right wing. I thought wing. he played on the... Okay. okay. He usually plays right wrong. wing. I thought he played on the left. It's weird. He, yeah. yeah. He, he plays right wing, but... I mean, for a player that likes to play through, come through the middle from the wing, putting him on the right wing kind of seems weird for a right-footed player. But, hey, you know, I don't yeah. make the rules. <laughs> Not yet. I Not until we soon. take over. That's right. um, so, Rusnak, I think, starts on the wing, um, at least to start the season. I think we'll see rotation in the midfield, and I think it's possible, but not likely, that we see a four-man midfield and a two. I mean, and then we get that two-forward attack, right? Yeah. No. I think it'd be interesting to... I, I strangely think this roster is the closest to one that could play the diamond, I think um, so too. It's like a really dull, tarnished diamond um, compared to 2012, you know, 13. Yeah. I'd be really interested. Yeah. That, that would be interesting. So the player I think that makes the other wing, um, and this is, this is fun. I think it's Justin Miram again. I think he starts in that role. I think Anderson Julio gets the six month treatment. And then Dude, he plays games. No. <laughs> Three months? I really hope not. I really hope. I, I, I'm so. Uh, Mir, Miram is Miram is Miram, I guess. But like, I'm just. I'm, I'm over. I'm over the Justin Miram. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's weird that he's wearing the number nine jersey, first of all. And then, second of all, uh, like, he, he was fine. But like I, I don't know, or is anyone like really expecting him to be? I don't know. I don't know, man. How, how many goals did he have for us last season? Uh, like two or three or four. Can I have a hot take here, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Go for I it. don't. I don't think Justin Miram plays on the wing. I think Justin Miram competes for like number nine minutes. Interesting. Right. Three, by the way, it was three. Okay. I know he played yeah. on the wing a lot, but I really feel like with the amount of wingers that we have, I I hope Justin Miram isn't one of them. Yeah. Because yeah. I would rather have one of the seven other players that are way younger than him that we're trying to develop <laughs> to be better to You'd sell. Really I hope so, those huh? guys get minutes. And if and that means that if Justin Miram is gonna get minutes, he's gonna get minutes against Rubio Rubin and Bobby Wood. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, fair enough. I think day one, I think that's probably a safe bet that him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be disappointed when it's not Anderson Julio, but yeah. So uh, here are the other players that I think at least have an opportunity to play on the wing. Um, Rubio Rubin, I think is at least a name we should bring up. But I think as we discussed last episode, there's a pretty good chance he's starting at center forward when the season starts. So I don't think he immediately competes for wing minutes just for that reason, um, because we don't have like a, a true center forward otherwise. Yeah. Um, we've got Tate Schmidt who might compete for wing minutes, but probably won't play at all. Um, Bodie Davis, who one has a fun name to say. 
Um, but two probably won't play at all. Um, Christopher Garcia, who produced some really good Academy highlights. Uh, recently, I forget who it was, somebody on Twitter um, posted a, a, sh- a quick clip of him scoring a pretty great goal in this, you know, in an RSL scrimmage. Um, but again, I don't think he plays at all um, because this is the pattern we've seen over the last two years. Not because and he's then, not talented, just because we follow patterns here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then uh, I, w- I don't think Douglas Martinez plays on the wing for us. Um, I think we've seen it and it worked really terribly. <laughs> it works but, you know, terribly is to say that it did not work. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a much better way to put that. Uh, and I would be remiss to not mention Jason Ramirez. Yeah, who I don't think will play. Yeah, which I hate. Um, anyway, we'll round it out with Ruby Rubin at center forward, backed up, I guess, by Douglas Martinez, and then of course Bobby Wood would be the the person we expect to come in and. Um, probably earn an instant starting spot. Um, but at the same time, um, Freddie Juarez has not operated in that way in our experience, right? Like right. players come in, they have to quote unquote earn it, whatever that means. Um, and in principle, I, I can't agree. Um, but I think for me, Rubio Rubin would have to be lights out for that to make sense. I would love that situation. Yeah. Does uh, Anderson Julio normally play on the left? Do you know? I will. Uh, let's uh, look that up on transfer so market. The reason I ask is because I think um, if it were me making the lineup, I would say that uh, defense, exactly what you said, projected wise. Midfield, I would put, I would do Paulo Ruiz, Demir Krylock as our two mids and then Albert Rusnak in front of them and then center forward Rubio Rubin and then left and right, either Justin Miram or Anderson Julio, assuming they can play on opposite sides. That's what I would do. So Anderson Julio is typically played on the right and scored many more goals from the right. Yeah. So if he plays on the right side and then Miram on the left, then I'd be, I'd be cool with that. But that does mean, and I think that's I think that if I were making the decision, that that's what I would do. And which means all of that is the same, except uh, it shifted and Everton Louise is on the bench instead of Anderson Julio. So because, I mean, Everton really did kind of fall out of form there last year. I don't know what he's looking like now, but like he isn't he wasn't this last season. He was not the Everton of the year before. Um, and I don't know if it was just because he lost his spot to Pablo Ruiz Um I don't know what the deal was, but it's like he did get chances alongside Pablo Ruiz and they didn't look good. So I don't know. Curious to see yeah. what happens. So we're we're assuming a 4-3-3? 4-2-3-1, but uh, yeah, is what I would expect. Okay. Yeah. I Which think that's is accurate. also like a, I mean, yeah. It's a very that's, generic soccer That's what formation. it's called in FIFA. Yeah, that's the most common formation these days, it turns out. Yeah, it's sort of a path of least resistance if it for were us. me. Well, I would do want to kind of try a five at the back. I would do a five, two, one, two. Uh, yeah, that's what I do in FIFA. So I'm just trying to figure out what I do in FIFA and apply that to real life. So <laughs> might have to sign the center back before it's worth yeah. considering. 
assuming we have to. <laughs> no, I think it would be. I think if we're talking like what would be fun, I think a four-two-two-two would be four, a lot of fun two, with this team. Two, two. I think so too. But I just I don't think we like we're we're kind of built for it, but we would just be leaving a lot of talent on the bench in wingers specifically. You know what I mean? Fair. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, the Everton Demir thing. Um, I think we're gonna probably see a lot more Demir than we do Everton. But yeah, other than that, I think that's fair to say. But again, like I, I think starting day, Everton Louis probably has a spot. Yeah, I think so too, dude. I'm, like now, that I'm looking at a four-two-two-two. I'm like on build build lineup or whatever it's called I, man i think that could be really cool to be honest but yeah huh well yeah so to, to round us out i have an unprojected 11 uh players i think will play five or fewer matches um and i realize there will be a little inconsistency here but um we'll start with jeff Duznep at the back is this is this our send them to the monarchs squad um <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, then we've got Brett Halsey, Tate Schmidt, Justin Portillo, and Nick Beasler at the back-ish. Um, I'm just realizing I've put Brett Halsey here twice. Um, <laughs> so he better be good because he's going to have to cover a lot of ground. Um, so let's put David Ochoa in the midfield. Because Great why fix. not? Covered yeah. it. Um, I would not be surprised if Zach McMath plays more minutes than David Ochoa. And that I makes would, me really sad. Wait, for RSL or like in the season? RSL. Yeah, in the season. In the season, just this season. So I know what I mean. Are we combining Monarchs minutes as like minutes? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't agree with that. I I would love to be proven wrong here. So Freddy Juarez, prove I feel me like wrong. you might be. Anyway, that, go ahead. Keep going. Great. Um, and then track. final four players up front, uh, Bodie Davis, Chris Garcia, Milanoloski, and Jason Ramirez. Yeah, you only named three players <laughs> that I think are going to spend any time with the RSL first team. The rest, I think, are going to get 20 games with the Monarchs. Yeah. Um, and it's it's hard for me looking at, the, at roster construction, um, seeing the areas were very thin. And thinking that we will spend, you know, send ten players down uh, for most of the season, um, because that leaves us very thin, yeah. um, and just a couple injuries away from crisis, which I think we'll be at anyway, because none of these players are. I think Nick Beasler is the only one I'd be remotely comfortable with playing extended first team minutes at this point, and I'm not like hugely comfortable with that. But at the same time, like he's done it. Um, yeah, I was going to say Beasler and Portillo were were the two and then Jason was the third. But Beezer yeah. and Portillo I think could see not significant minutes, but they they're first team players. Yeah. Everybody else you named, if we get like an injury crisis, like we're in crisis if those guys are playing for the first team. Yep. Anyway, so uh so great yeah. roster guys. <laughs> really excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. We're things things are good. We're have I have I missed something here? Like, is there a ray of light that I should be excited by? 
No. Um, the comment I was going to make about the midfield was I was expecting you to say that um, to start off by saying Pablo Everton and Demir would all be playing at the same time in the midfield. Mm-hmm. And I was going to just make the comment that that's basically it's not, but it's basically three defensive midfielders. Yeah. I mean, which none is of those the guys worst lineup yeah. at all. Like, for sure we've done that multiple times with like three i mean we've done that and like it, it Beasler was in there it's bad. It never worked and it was never oh. successful it's never entertaining like i've never no. seen a team put three defensive midfielders on and like people no, are excited by it it sucks so, here here's the other thing there i don't think any of them are like true defensive midfielders no they're no, all I, I was gonna say we used weird Ever, everton has i honest to god i think he's more of a net grab box to box type he's he's a much better player i think as that type of midfielder yeah i think he's definitely like a destroyer defensive midfielder but i think when we have the ball i think he's much better as like a box to box type guy yeah like the net grab of the diamond and i think demir can play that role as well yeah agreed so, Anyways, but anyway. Kyle, what do you think? Have I missed something? No, that's it. I I, I agree. I'm uh, <laughs> things are looking sparse in some areas, but I think uh, I think if we play certain players like Rubio Rubin in the right position, if we play Anderson Julio, if he actually gets time, um, that'd be great. That would be very great. Agreed. Yeah, hard to argue there. And I suppose on that, that's. That's the show. Another good one. Another one down. We're almost there. In the words of Freddie Mercury, another one has bitten the dust. That's how that song goes, right? I think so. That was good. I like that. Thanks. Well, I look forward to next week when we'll talk about some other things. I don't know what they'll be yet, but... uh, We've clearly put a lot of thought into next week already. Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. We're putting out how many more episodes of like these shorter episodes have we planned? Like seven. Like, like seven or okay. Seven or eight. Yeah. There will be more. Yeah. Good night. Good, Good night. night.